This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. I wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, July 24th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Joined by my co-host today, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you feeling? Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm a little exhausted, like I gave you guys a heads up yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I actually had to work last night, so you know you do the up early. Um, didn't just roll out of bed. At least been up for at least twenty minutes, so you know. Time to little... uh, yeah, time to splash a little water on your face. Maybe get a Red Bull or a uh, Monster Energy no, or no. something. No, no Red Bull, no Monster, uh, but I did brush my teeth and uh, wash my face, so that way I was awake. Ah, nothing like brushing your teeth for uh, a a Zoom uh, Yeah, you got to have that fresh minty breath and the uh, sexy white teeth uh, for uh, today's (laughs) show, yeah. You definitely got to have that, you know. You never know who's going to be watching in uh, in Smell-O-Vision. Exactly. Exactly. Remember in Futurama, you put your, Farnsworth had that and you put it on your nose and you could smell so far, yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's one invention I don't think we're going to see anytime soon. I know people, I know <laughs> no, people I, have attempted to make some, it, but... I don't, I don't think there's a need for something like that. So. No, not <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, our other co-host, Ryan Wink, is out. He is working. Hopefully we'll see him next week, but uh, you never know. You know, anytime he has a chance to make some money, we certainly appreciate his ability to do so. So in the meantime, you're stuck with me. You're stuck with Tony. But uh, we're going to make it fun. We're going to make it entertaining. Yeah, stuck. You are absolutely stuck. Yep. Uh, let's go ahead and kick things off with a question, as I do each and every day. Tony, we've been talking about dating and relationships this week. What would you consider something that somebody could do to the other person as cheating? Could be anything. Uh, you know, there's a lot of forms of cheating, even if it's, uh, if it's not physical, it could be, uh, texting another of the opposite sex on a consistent basis, uh, kind of finding solace in the comfort of like, if you need to vent about your significant other, uh, sometimes that can get a little too far. They call that the, uh, the emotional cheating. Um, so that would be one, I, okay. I would say if it wasn't physical. All right. Anything else come to mind that uh, might be slightly outside the box when it comes to cheating? Mm, (laughs) I guess if you like, this would be way left field, but uh, like maybe virtual cheating, like, uh, like maybe meeting up on a video game, 
you know, or something like that late night. I don't know. Oh. I don't know who would. Do, I don't, I'm sure it happens. <laughs> oh, especially with you know things like World of Warcraft and people are just dedicated to those sorts of things. I would imagine it happens more than you think. Well, let's go to our story. So sometimes when you've been in a relationship with the same person for a very long time, small annoying acts and behaviors can start to pile up. Your partner didn't take out the trash, you forgot to put the cap on the toothpaste, or someone went on a solo trip to McDonald's. Now, if you did a double take on that last one, you might want to check in with your partner and make sure they're on the same page as you. According to a survey of a 1,000 people in the UK, found that more than 1 in 10 people consider their significant other eating McDonald's without them to be as bad as cheating. I don't really? know about that one. <laughs> it, I get blasphemy. No, I'm just kidding. That's uh, no, ridiculous. That's almost as bad as saying... You binged watch like a Netflix show that you guys watch together. If you watch without them, like that's just as bad. I've heard, I have actually heard that's kind of that can <laughs> some riffs too. But McDonald's, are you kidding me, dude? Go down the street, go get yourself some chicken nuggets, kid. Right, it's easy. It's almost on every street corner. No big deal. <laughs> the article says it's unclear what area of the UK was pulled for the survey, but the study did note that the UK's lockdown has prevented people from getting fast food in months, which could arguably influence their devotion to the chain. One in five people interviewed said the taste of a Big Mac after lockdown would be better than a raise at work. 16% of the group said eating a Big Mac after months without McDonald's would be as exciting as the birth of their first child. Wow, these people are uh, very sad. 13% said the experience would be better than their wedding day. I don't think I've ever uh, needed a Big Mac that bad. I would cuss right now and say that's all BS. I would, I would definitely not. I'm not really going to say it, but <laughs> are you kidding me? There's no way. Like, oh, my God, uh, the Big Mac is so much better than my than my son, Eric, coming cheese. <laughs> No one ever, oh my, well, obviously somebody has, but right. ridiculous. And on top of that, I mean, maybe it's just because I hate, I don't like McDonald's. So I like the fries. That's about it. Don't care for anything else there. Yeah, McDonald's is okay, but I mean, still as bad as cheating. Now, you did mention, you know, watching a series without the other person. Yeah, I, that, that, that one, had, I've heard some people get frustrated about the other person getting ahead on the show or. I have some friends I work with that they'll quietly get ahead of the show because it takes too long waiting for their significant <laughs> other, and then they just act surprised yeah. when they watch it. So, yeah. And I've been there, and yeah, it's frustrating, but it's you know certainly not as bad as cheating. And then you know, in this case, wouldn't even hold a candle to uh, you know the birth of my children or uh, receiving a raise at work. I mean, that's a little on the extreme side. But you know, it is the UK, and uh, I know we've got some UK listeners as well. Maybe they just do things differently out there. Maybe McDonald's is just a really big deal for them. Yeah, dude, obviously they are loving it. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't even have it pulled up. That's okay. You might want to, during uh, one of our segments today, um, the missed one, uh, definitely for one of those, have your pun thing ready. Okay. <laughs> Spoil spoiler alert. Well, speaking of today's show, it is Friday. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? Yeah! Friday, Friday, 
We're looking forward to the weekend, but we do have a good show lined up for you. Speaking of good stuff, we have good news, everyone. Uh, Feel-good articles to take you into the weekend on an up note. We have another edition of Missed Connections. Our call-in topic today are laws you would break if you could get away with it. We have a segment called Original Actors. We always end up the day with This Day in History, but when we come back, Tony is here with the entertainment news and celebrity birthdays. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, July 24th. Now, we have set up a a 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week voicemail line. It's called the Phoenix Line aptly named, gives you guys, the listeners and the viewers, a chance to call in on any topic whatsoever. You could just uh, check in, tell us how you're doing, tell us if we're wrong about something. We don't care, just keep it entertaining. That number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, that's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or 855-336-4973. We will compile all those together and put them out in a future show. Now, it is the second segment of the show, and as we do each and every day, Tony is here with the entertainment news. All right, everybody, here we go. Friday technicalities here. My mouse just died. Oh, no. This is not good news, everybody. So, uh, oh, hang on one sec. Uh, This is this is pretty (laughs) bad. Uh, to start out like this, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, hold on one sec. I have to bring it up on my phone. I apologize. <laughs> Did not expect my wireless mouse to die. Sorry. First oh, time. It's that's not happened. a touch screen or. Uh, no, it is an Apple mouse. It is this and that just the battery died. But nonetheless, luckily I use a Mac and I use my iPhone. So. If you give it a sec, it does transfer, and I have my notes. So here we go with the crazy uh, entertainment news today. But we start out with the Filippo Fast Five. I apologize about that little delay there. All right, lots of news coming out uh, yesterday. Uh, Paramount has shifted the release of both A Quiet Place Part 2, which has now been moved to April 23rd of 2021, and... Top Gun Maverick got pushed to July 2nd, 2021. So a whole year later, that movie got delayed. Unbelievable. That's not really good news. But uh, uh, also in the the realm of everything going on, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home has been the sequel to Far Mm -hmm. From Home. They haven't even given that a title yet. Is now delayed to December 17th, 2021. That was supposed to come out next summer. That got pushed back. Mulan got postpone indefinitely so that doesn't even have a date anymore um washington football team uh has a new name (laughs) and it's called the washington football team until further notice very original very cutting edge merchandising coming soon and that's no (laughs) joke that's that's true is it really um no yeah for reals legit like adam schefter said 
merch will be available within the next week. And it just says Washington football team established 1932. Very generic, very hokey. If you're a fan of that franchise, I'm very sorry. We are very sorry for you. Um, Really cool sports news. Mike Tyson is returning to boxing at age 54. He will battle Roy Jones Jr. September 12th in an exhibition bout. Legit Tyson looks to be in the best shape if you've seen him train and stuff. So uh, I'm actually intrigued by this. I'm watching uh, it. I am too. I'm very intrigued by it. Tyson looks to be in the best shape he's been in a long time. Guy looks like he's still got it. And lastly, in the Fast Five, Metallica scores best debut on mainstream rock songs chart in five years. Um, All Within My Hands debuted at number 12 on the survey. It's the highest debut on the mainstream rock chart since Shinedown's Cut the Cord Open at 9 in 2015. That's your Filippo Fast Five. Now, um, normally I have a cute little... uh, intro for this but uh i didn't type one up last night apparently so we're just gonna roll right in so uh theaters reopening have been postponed to mid to late june or i mean june that would have been awesome we'd already be seeing it to august um amc theaters has been set to reopen 450 locations on july 30th um this has been updated three times since uh the uh the new timing reflects currently um expected release dates for tenant and milan obviously those got pushed back amc is now looking to open in mid-august with uh the you're gonna have to wear masks and everything right joining the amc bandwagon regal cinemas has put their reopening on hold um unlike amc they have yet to reveal a new date when they're gonna open the doors they released a statement saying announcement of new reopening date soon Regal Cinemas had previously reported that July 30th is when they were going to go, but obviously that's now out of play. Uh, Cinemark has also made the decision to postpone its plans as well. The movie theater chains has plans to open up again this week with older titles, but no reopening date has been announced as of this writing. So a real bummer. I really think this is not complicated. Disappointed! Exactly. <laughs> I, I, this gets me fired up. Yeah. You and I are theater guys. We love the movies. Um, it's not hard. Rope off or X off seats that people can't sit in. Set the narrative. Keep the social distancing going. Show, you know, keep your theaters half packed. And for the meantime, to get patrons used to doing this, start rolling out the classic films, rev, you know, generate some revenue for you guys. And, uh, right. Let- didn't seem that complicated. I don't know why this is, but unfortunately, that's the uh, unf- crappy news I have to roll with for you. Yep. Um, the New Mutants uh, Comic-Con at Home panel um, finally has a release date and first scene. I'm not going to read the entire article. I will share this on the Phoenix page, but what you need to know is um, <clears throat> Comic-Con at Home kicked off yesterday, so you guys can... Uh, Either check it out live or you can check it out later on their uh, YouTube page. You can watch all their panels. Very cool this year. It's all free. Um, Now, The New Mutants has been one of these movies that we talk about on this show and our podcast. It's, is this movie ever going to come out? Well, yesterday they took a dig at themselves and they released a trailer and it kept saying, New Mutants coming out on this date. And then just kept every date it announced, kept crossing out. And finally, it joked at the end. And then they started showing comments of people's 
is this movie ever happening? What the hell? Blah, blah, blah. And at the end, it says August 28th, 2020. And then a little pop-up comes up and says, fingers crossed. So they're hoping, <laughs> well, they reunited the entire cast for a Zoom video re, you know, panel. Uh, very entertaining. And at the end, they show you the very, the very opening scene of the movie. I got to tell you, Chris, and everybody listening and watching, it looks fantastic. I mean, it looks like a legit scary X-Men movie. They're keeping it PG-13. It's not R-rated. And uh, you do yourself a favor, even if you don't want to watch the panel, zoom to the end about the uh, 27, 28 minute mark, watch the opening scene and then watch the awesome new trailer. I really want to see this, like not because they keep delaying it, but it looks flipping good as an X-Men fan, even though it's not an X-Men movie. But it looks great, so looking forward to it. I agree. You know, the second trailer that came out really gave me some hope for it. I haven't seen, you know, this opening scene or the newest trailer, but uh, definitely when the show is done, I plan on pulling it up. You got it, man. Zip to the end. Well worth your time. Um, in a really cool news, and I hope movies do this in the COVID time, go ahead and fire up that Bill and Ted soundbite if you got it. Excellent! <laughs> Oh, I got it. I'm talking Bill and Ted, baby. Uh, So Bill and Ted Face the Music will debut in theaters and on demand on the same day. Interesting. A most excellent announcement with more than with more and more movies in 2020 being pushed back the next year over coronavirus. At least we still can count on the great ones or Orion Pictures and the release of Bill and Ted will release both on on demand and theaters on the same day. And that is going to happen on Tuesday, September 1st. So hopefully theaters will be open by then. But Bill and Ted face the music. You'll be seeing it no matter what. Tuesday, September 1st. So Excellent. Uh, awesome, <laughs> awesome news. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Sean Levy, uh, time, they have a time travel film coming out from uh, Paramount, but it's going to uh, actually jump over and debut on Netflix. So... Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Sean Levy, who previously worked together on the upcoming Free Guy movie, which that got delayed till December, so fingers crossed that happens. And that That's looks their, fun. Uh, yeah, that looks really good. So this one's going to be a time travel adventure thriller, um, and the film once titled Our Name is Adam will begin production in November. Don't know if that's still what it's going to be called. doesn't say. But Reynolds will star in the film as a man who must travel back in time to get help from his 13-year-old self. Together, they encounter their late father, who is now the same age as Reynolds' character. The project is written by Jonathan Tropper and was set up at Paramount since 2012. Wow, long time. And briefly had Tom Cruise attached. Um, Although the project was at Paramount, Skydance was driving the overall development. They wanted to capitalize on the success of its relationship with Netflix, um, which had recent success with the old guard and six underground. So um, don't know when this will hit, but nonetheless uh, should be really good. And then uh, lastly, before we get to birthdays, uh, want to just say by the bell fans out there, you know, our age, well, Mark Paul Gosler is heading back to Bayside for say by the bell rewatch podcast um so mark paul gosler who played zach morris is ready to stroll down memory lane and say by the bell fans are thrilled to know that 
he will be watching the first season to say by the bell for the first time since he completed the series. I guess he has not gone back and watched any of these. Um, so the show, the podcast is going to be called Zach to the future. <laughs> and it's going to be co-collaborated with, uh, Deshiel Driscoll creator and narrator of funnier dies. Zach Morris is trash, <laughs> which if you guys get a chance that Zach Morris is trash is awesome. It's hilarious. They take, they take Zach Morris and they show you why you thought he was so cool when in real life he was just a D bag, you know, like, mm. it, and it is, and it is. So, uh, um, he's a super fan. So he's happy to be doing this together. And Gosler is so stoked. He said for years, I've been asked to do this show, uh, revisit the show. And I can't wrap the idea of people actually still loving this show for 30 years, but I'm thrilled to happy to be back to kind of, um, do a little thing with you guys. So Zach to the future podcast coming soon. And that's it on kind of a glitchy entertainment <laughs> Friday, July 24th. Uh, I guess it is birthday time, baby. That it Woo-hoo! is. Oh yeah. We got some sports and some celebrities. So uh, we'll start with the sports guys. Uh, Rick Fox of the NBA is 50. Uh, Carl Malone, 56, also of the NBA. Barry Bonds, the most disgraced, but probably the best San Francisco Giant, 55. Uh, Anna Paquin, a.k.a. Rogue from X-Men, 37. Tori Wilson, a very hot former wrestler, 44. Bindi Irwin, son of Steve Irwin. Or daughter of Steve Irwin. Yeah, I say son. You did. (laughs) It's, It's a glitchy day, my friend. I'm rushing through this. But the daughter of... Steve Irwin is 21. Wow. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, a.k.a. J-Lo, is 50. Still looks great. Yeah. 50, damn. She looks really good. And one of my besties, one of my bestest friends, Katie Henry, is 38 years young. That's your birthdays. She's not a celeb, but she is to me. Everybody else, happy birthday. That's it for birthdays. (laughs) She is in our hearts. Well, folks, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, we're going to take you into the weekend on an up note. And it is good news, everyone. You won't want to miss it. Don't go away. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, July 24th. Now we are all over social media. Many of you watching us on Facebook Live or YouTube Live as we speak. We also rebroadcast every evening on the AUN TV network. That's 13 stations across Northern California and Northern Nevada. Now, if you want to get a hold of us on social media, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo. Let me spell that for you. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four, or on Instagram at Tony.sanfilippo81. And Ryan, who is out this week, hopefully we'll see him next week is available at facebook.com forward slash ryan.wink or on Instagram at nameswink. Now, being that it is Friday, we like to take you guys into the weekend on an up note with a segment titled... Good news, everyone! 
So uh, I'm going to go ahead and kick off with my good news story. The headline, two little boys celebrate leaving hospital after receiving new hearts, the most rewarding part. Says two boys excitedly left an Indiana hospital last week after both receiving new hearts. Teddy Gomez, eight, and Aiden Isley, four, were treated to an exit celebration by the staff at Riley Hospital for Children in Indianapolis on back-to-back days following their successful heart procedures. While the moment was special for Teddy, Aiden, and their families, it was equally memorable for the nurses and staff at Riley Children's Hospital. Quote, we have a really hard job, especially on our floor. We see a lot of really, really sick kids. Heart Center nurse Elise Stroll said in the clip, getting to see these kids go home is the most rewarding part of our job. According to Teddy's mom, Amy Hastings, her little boy's departure was something that he and his family had been hoping to do for nearly a year. She said almost 11 months and it just feels unbelievable because we've been here for so long. I feel like that uh, I feel like they're losing their baby and I feel like I have him to share with everybody. Casey Isley, Aiden's mom, echoed those sentiments, noting that her son's discharge from the hospital It's so exciting, overwhelming, it's bittersweet. We're going to miss everyone around here. Though both boys needed heart transplants, they were each suffering from different health ailments, a rep at Riley Hospital for Children tells uh, the article. Teddy was diagnosed with a rare form of degenerative heart muscle disease that, if left untreated, could cause his heart to stop without warning. Yikes, that's scary. As for Aiden, he was born with a dilated cardiomyopathy, which means one side of his heart grew faster than the other and could cause cardiac arrest. Now, prior to coming to Riley Hospital for Children, the rep says Aiden's heart was functioning at just 15%, and Cassie revealed in the video that her son also suffered a near-death experience before his transplant. Now, I'm going to be posting this on our Phoenix page uh, on Facebook so you guys can watch the video but uh, it truly is heartwarming, pardon the pun, but uh, to see these kids leaving the hospital with uh, nurses and staff congratulating them on their way out. And, uh, you know, it is one of those sorts of stories that we need these sorts of days with everything awful that's going on in the world. This certainly is my good news, everyone. What about you, Tone? Uh, mine I found, uh, I thought this was a good one here. Uh, U.S. soldiers overseas thankful for sneaker donations amid pandemic. A nonprofit that sends sneakers overseas to soldiers in need has seen a surge in donations amid the coronavirus pandemic. Founded in April 2018, Sneakers for Soldiers now ships 300 pairs of shoes per month to military personnel in Iraq, Afghanistan, and Syria uh, with the help of donations from all parts of the United States. Last year, World News Tonight introduced America to founder Deborah Halston, uh, Hosland, sorry, flip of that one, a military mom on a mission to help soldiers like her son and his comrades who were serving in Afghanistan. And on Tuesday, she shared an exciting update with anchor David Muir. Since last July, when you first aired our story on America Strong, we shipped over 2,600 pairs of sneakers to troops deployed to combat zones and imminent danger areas, she said to Muir in a video message. Sneakers for Soldiers received $300,000 in donations in the first week of the original report last year, and participation poured in from across the country, including schools like Wyoming Valley West Middle School, which raised $5,000. Wow. Each each shoe is chosen specifically for the soldier, taking into consideration his or her feet and the conditions in which the the soldier is serving. 
Then a label is attached to each pair of sneakers with a message from the donor. Several servicemen and women overseas shared messages of thanks with ABC News but could not reveal their locations or last names for safety. Corporal Ethan said the need for sneakers has been even greater this year because of the pandemic back home. With COVID-19 restrictions, I was really having a hard time finding a new replacement pair, he said in the video. I'm so appreciative to have them, so thank you. The three specialists, Ryan, David, and Morgan, whose last names again were omitted for safety, shared another message with Muir thanking them for their nonprofit for shoes. These sneakers provided us motivation and morale, Daniel said. Back home, things aren't great right now. We got the pandemic going on, Master Sergeant David told ABC News. Just knowing that we're not forgotten while we're out here serving makes the time go by so much easier. Military families back home like Shania, Shania her name is kind of butchery. <laughs> Flip up that one. Well, it's it's like Shanina. It's like Shanina. Okay. So Shanina <laughs> and her four children, Lauren, Gavin, Colin, and Alyssa also took this opportunity to express the gratitude. We want to thank everybody from Sneakers for Soldiers for remembering our special soldier. Thank you for sending not only him, but his entire unit sneakers, she said. I'm not going to say her name again. We appreciate you remembering them while they're away from home. Um, Her husband, First Lieutenant Tony, described the exciting unboxing moment to ABC in a video message. When those boxes arrived and we opened them, I'm talking about adult soldiers, men and women smiling like Christmas, he said. His family shared a video message in reply saying, hi, Daddy, we miss you. See you soon. So Sneakers for Soldiers, awesome little uh, uh, nonprofit there. you know, sending good, good, good vibes and good shoes to our soldiers across for, uh, um, you know, little small things in life. So always good yeah. news there. Yeah, I'd say that certainly uh, qualifies for. Good news, everyone. And do you know the one thing that uh, with this whole pandemic and all of that, you know, people are obviously doing good things in contributing money and donating here locally but i feel like you know our soldiers overseas may have forgotten been forgotten a little bit and so uh, seeing that there are people who are still moving forward with uh, trying to take care of those who are serving our country overseas uh, that that certainly uh, is just a, a wonderful thing yeah, it's it's always great that we don't lose sight of that all the men and women uh, supporting this great country uh, overseas and being away from their family, risking life because it's got to be hard for them. They're all the way over there. Got to be wondering if their family's okay over here. So uh, yeah, you know, yeah. definitely great news. Yeah, yeah, and I think we can say a collective thank you for your service. Absolutely. Thank you very much. All right, folks. Well, that does it for another edition of Good News, everyone. Hopefully that uh, brightened your day a little bit. When we come back, this will certainly brighten your day. On a different note, we have misconnections from Craig's List. Oh, we always enjoy it. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, July 24th. 
Now, uh, let's see, what am I talking about? Oh, podcasts. So if you missed a portion of the show or want to catch up on any of the previous shows, it is easy enough to do so. Head on over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcast link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video. You can also get audio. Or head over to wherever you get podcasts. That's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart. About 20 in all. Be sure to subscribe while you are there so you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. And as always, tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now in the segment, uh, to close out the first hour of the show, we still have plenty of show to go with our second hour. We wanted to revisit something that we've done a couple times here, but always get a, a, a great kick out of, and that is missed connections, and uh, specifically some of the more interesting missed connections that uh, you find on Craigslist. We've been talking about relationships and dating here uh, quite a bit over the last week, and you know this is just another avenue people have gone to to try and, and find love. Not quite sure that these people will, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll read them through and maybe you are that misconnection and it's uh, worth reaching out to them. Let's go ahead and start out with uh, the headline to the girl who took a gamble on a fart and lost. We met on Craigslist, so I'm hoping that this post finds you. I know that it could quite possibly be the most humility, humiliating first date that you've ever been on, but I am willing to look past that. I thought we had chemistry sitting at Applebee's, sharing that basket of Cajun tots while drinking the Amstel Light. I really felt like there was a connection there. I found you to be intelligent and witty and look forward to further conversations with you. At some point in life, everyone has gambled on a fart and lost. It just happened to be on a first date in the passenger seat of my car. Please don't feel bad. The package I sent you with Pepto the next day and the note that said, first dates are always a crapshoot, call me, was meant to be funny, not offensive. I've gambled on a fart and lost multiple occasions. The first time I did was very memorable. It happened when I was five and sitting on my uncle's lap. I'm lactose intolerant, but love cheese. I probably win 95% of the time, but I don't think anyone wins 100% of the time. That's why they call it gambling. In the last, uh, oh, I'm the last person to judge you for crapping your pants. In fact, I'm impressed by your boldness. The timing, on the other hand, could have been a tad bit better, like when you're not sitting in a heated leather seat. What I'm trying to say is that if you want to go out again, I'd be more than happy to take you someplace where we can get a meal that is high in fiber and less taxing on the digestive system. I await your call. P.S. If you pooped yourself on purpose to end the evening early, touche. Yeah, that's awesome. I actually was going to read that same one. Were you so really? I found that one too. Yeah, with Tad. Yep. Said, yep that was Tad. Tad. Yeah, it was funny. When you start reading it, if you watch the video back, I'm actually reading along with you. Are like, you? Mouthing what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> so the viewers are probably like, how in the hell is he doing that? I have the same. Well, I figured by the lack of... Yours is, yours his... is dang good, though. Like that, that one was funny. I was in tears laughing about that one. Yeah, I figured by the lack of uh, laughing while I was reading it, you had probably already heard it. Yeah, no, that was good stuff, man. It was definitely good. Um <laughs> So I know you don't have this one because it was local here. So I did okay. uh, a couple of locals. But uh, I was going to say before we did the misconnection, I almost feel like we should play a careless whisper over that. <laughs> I like that. Just for the future. Just like the, just like the little jazzy intro. Yeah. Well, I don't That's have. I think about it. Yeah. While I don't have that, I think this soundbite uh, fits that last story pretty well. I pooped my pants. 
<laughs> but it's okay. Touche. <laughs> Call me. I'm Tad. Um, this one is titled, I almost ran over your dog on my roller skates. As <laughs> here in Fort Collins. Hey, you were cute, and I should have gotten your number. You probably don't look on here, but maybe I can make it up to you for scaring your little guy. Call me. Oh. <laughs> Just plain simple, you know. And uh, don't worry, I got more. I got little bites, and then I, I they, they get a little funnier. My question is, who still roller skates? Someone in Fort Collins, apparently. <laughs> right. Almost ran over your dog. <laughs> All right, this next one is kind of along the same lines as the last one that I read. Uh, the title, Constipated Man in Griffin. Says, I had to poop today and went into the bathroom before class. As I sat in the first floor bathrooms, I heard you desperately trying to squeeze one out. It sounded like you were having problems. I thought your shoes were kind of hot. I waited until after you finished. While you were still pooping, I noticed you peed a little on the floor. When Ooh, I'm not reading that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you uh, can't make the air. No. Uh, from what I could... <laughs> exactly. From what I could tell, you were kind of heavy and wearing a belt today. You didn't wash your hands very long. Ooh, sounds like this guy uh, needs some uh, hygiene etiquette. But, uh, hey, you know what? There's somebody for everybody, including uh, this guy who got turned on by their constipated uh, uh, stall partner. Mm. My name is Jeff. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, that's gross. <laughs> nasty. There's some nasty people. Um, all right, get your pun puns ready because this is the punny one. All right. Holy shrimp, the scampy happening. I figured all the good gills already had a buoy in their life. Well, I was dolphinately wrong. No squidding. Let me know I'd totally like to hook up sometime. Or maybe you're coy and need time to mull it over. I hope to be hearing from you soon. <laughs> I'm Seafood only, puns all over the place. I'm only giving it one because you would have heard nothing but drums through that entire thing. Yeah. That was like, if I think if Ryan was to uh, leave a, uh, a misconnection, it would be full of puns. <laughs> Are you sure Ryan didn't write that one? I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Ryan, let us know. Miss you, buddy. Here's here's one I fully can't wrap my head around, but it exists. Headline is Vamp Couple from 20 years ago. Posting this for my mentor, Blue is her nickname, since she is trying to piece together some memories and connect with old acquaintances. Your privacy will be respected if she uses any information. It was about 20 years ago I took my sons for a walk and quite literally ran into a pair of interesting young people. Both were dressed in older style clothing, and they both had an embroidered sigil or logo on the collar, which was red and blue on black. The guy had long black hair, two rings, one of which I believe was bloodstone, and a remarkable smile. She had dark brown hair, a couple rings, one of which was a snake with a red eye stone, and a pendant of an animal with a blue stone for an eye. I recall not being afraid, despite eyes that appeared dark for you were both kind and friendly. I know we had a long conversation, but the topics have slipped my mind. I'm sure we touched on psychic gifts or the occult. I was young, thin, and blonde. I wasn't walking alone. Perhaps you'll remember the two very young boys with me. If this was you, or you 
know these people, uh, please send a message since they are members of the VC privacy will be respected. So uh, apparently this woman is trying to meet up with a couple vampires that uh, she ran into 20 years ago. Now, obviously, uh, you know, if they're not vampires, they will have aged quite a bit. But uh, if they are vampires, I would imagine they look exactly the same. Right. Wow. There's some interesting ones. You have some really good ones this week. Really good. (laughs) Oh, it gets better, too. Okay. My next one is titled, I think I was kissed by a ninja. (laughs) There. There I was, taking a walk near the CSU campus, this gorgeous first day of the autumn season. So it was a little on the older side. Uh, The sun was shining, the birds were chirping, and a soft breeze rippled gently through the trees with leaves just starting to turn. Out of the corner of my eye, I glimpsed a dark shadow that crossed my path, approximately 5'9 in height. The shadow blocked out the sun for the briefest moment in time as I felt a slight pressure on my lips. I think I was kissed by a ninja. I know this is a long shot, but I'm hoping to find you. <laughs> Isn't that like just forced on you? There's like, obviously for her, she was digging it, but uh, right. oh, yeah, just sounds randomly. a little creepy. <laughs> oh, was that a nin- was that a ninja? I think I just got kissed, you guys. <laughs> Holy crap! I think I just got kissed. I'm pretty damn sure. Oh, this- oh, I got stung by a bee. Oh. The lips are big. That that's what you're saying. Oh well, I got kissed by a ninja. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, this next one is short and sweet, but oh, it certainly gets to the point. All it says is, "Hi, my friend would really like to meet the person who snuck this horse into a hotel. Was it you? Was it your friend? Let me know if you have any info." Okay. Yeah, that's uh, you know. Uh, I'm just, just let me know. I'm just afraid of uh, what they want to do with the horse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Giggity, giggity, goo. <laughs> what else you got, Tom? Uh, I've got uh, one titled Condoms and Bread. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Here we go. Hi. You left your 36 value pack of condoms and your organic multigrain whole wheat bread at my farmer's market table this past Saturday. You included the receipt for the condoms, which both shocked and delighted me. I really had no idea the condoms were this expensive. Shocked because although these look like really good ones, they sent me back almost 40 bucks. Delighted because if no one claims them, I'm exchanging them for four tubes of Maybelline Great Lash Mascaras, a true classic, and some sunscreen. I didn't see you, nor did any of my employees, but I imagine you to be male, born in the 90s or 2000, optimistic yet cautious, health conscious yet carb-loving, maybe a long-distance runner? Would make sense in the stamina department as well. Or maybe you're in a band. I asked around, but no one was admitting anything to me. I learned that people don't appreciate being asked if they misplaced their condoms. And really, I was just trying to help and bust your balls, but only a tiny bit. I just feel like if I ever spent 40 bucks on condoms, never, and 6 bucks on a loaf of bread, always, and then lost them while buying a $7 juice, I'd be so mad. So let me know if these are yours, and I'll bring them this weekend to the market. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, sounds like they weren't looking for a hookup. They were just looking to uh, 
maybe exchange some goods for some other goods or help <laughs> help a brother out. Well, folks, right. that, that does it for this Misconnections. Uh, we are headed into our long break. When we come back, we've got our call-in topic of a law you would break if you could get away with it. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Radio Show. It is Friday, July 24th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I still have my co-host with me, Tony Sanfilippo. How are you holding up in the second hour, Tone? Ah, holding up pretty good. The mouse is 100%, baby. Woo-hoo. Batteries are in. I'm energetic. Uh, I'm awake. So uh, that's all you can ask for, I guess. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. You know, uh, that the first hour is always a, a little tough to get going, especially, uh, you know, on a Friday where the whole week has caught up to me. I'm really looking forward to sleeping in tomorrow. But now here in the second hour, I'm feeling energized. I'm feeling good, ready to head into the weekend and ready to uh, f- close out this week of episodes with some really fun topics. Ooh, yeah, pumped. <laughs> well, speaking of really fun topics, uh, This is the interactive portion of the show where we ask you guys, the listeners and the watchers, to call in right now. Nope, not right now. At the end of the segment, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Toll-free from anywhere in the world on the segment or the uh, subject that we're going to be talking about. Apparently, in the second hour, I can no longer speak. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, our subject today are laws you would break if you could get away with it. Now, Tony, I'm going to throw it over to you first to figure out uh, where you stand on this subject. It's a crap. <laughs> um, you know, I, I said this yesterday in the opening segment. You gave me a uh, a creative way to do a bank robbery. And a hypothetical, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, hypothetical, even though. But I thought about this overnight. And if there was a uh, a law I could break and not get in trouble with it, um, I would do I would do it safely, okay. as safely as possible. But I would like to just go down a freeway where there's you know like the, the long drives between Nevada or Nebraska and stuff. And I want to speed. Like I don't want to have to worry about just being settled at eighty. I want to just go. Like if I can <laughs> roll like at a hundred miles an hour, one hundred and ten, let me fly, baby. Don't 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 hold me back. So. If I could, if I could get away with speeding, obviously I wouldn't do it in a residential area or something. Right. But uh, you know, down a freeway on a road trip, I would like to speed. 
that would be that i know that doesn't sound very uh, outlaw of me but mm-hmm. uh you know especially if you got a fast car man you want to let that thing fly let it roll right obviously yeah well, well it's funny in the post i put yesterday i even put speeding doesn't count and when i put that ah. I, I meant like speeding five ten miles over the speed limit Gotcha. But yeah, if you can open it up on an open highway, get up to oh, 110, yeah. 120, see what your car can do, I'd say that would count. Now, uh, Tim Nidell, who I believe is watching right now, he lives in Montana. And unless they've changed the laws recently, I believe that Montana's highways are similar to the Autobahn where there are no posted speed limits. Maybe he can call in uh, during the next segment and uh, chime in on that. But uh, yeah, that would be fun. That would be one, yeah. Obviously, not around town and stuff. But if it, if it couldn't be speeding, um, I just I don't know what else I would do. You know, like if I could get away with maybe um, maybe a little B and E at a concert or something. You know, just uh, <laughs> sneaking in or something like that. There you go. Well, for mine. It's sort of similar to what you were talking about. Now, it wouldn't be any sort of capital offense. It wouldn't be murder or rape or anything like that. You know, obviously, there are some very unforgivable things that uh, people could do. For me, it would be trespassing, but specific trespassing. I would trespass into somewhere like Disneyland or Universal Studios after hours just to have the run of the place to uh, turn on rides, ride them by myself, and just have as much fun as I possibly can having a place that's usually packed with people all to myself. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. I thought about that too. I think that'd be a lot of fun. You'd have to do that in a partnership though. You'd have to have another person because you have to have someone that activate the ride so you could ride it. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. But But, still, if it's just two of you, as opposed to a park filled with people where you have to wait an hour or more in line, absolutely no thanks but uh yeah no yeah i think that would be a lot of fun and you know if i could get away with it i probably would yeah that would be a good one i like that um like i was saying you know it's uh one of those cool things man if you could just quietly sneak into a show or something Mm. and just enjoy it you know well and the other thing sort of along along those lines uh you know we don't have a lot of them around here but there are a number of uh, like abandoned amusement parks that you know people go out and they make videos of um that would be fun to do and obviously it is trespassing but it's not quite as big an offense as you know breaking into an amusement park that's an active one yeah like disney world you ever watch those videos where there's an abandoned uh one on the island uh it's out it's out by magic kingdom it's uh between that and uh, the Adventureland, or not Adventureland, but the uh the campground one okay. but there's a little island in the middle of the lake that was a park at one time it was going to be but it never happened mm-hmm. um a lot of people have for somehow got on uh you know a boat after hours and took it out there and uh, got onto this island and filmed it and and uh, it's pretty neat to see, but definitely uh, I'm sure they paid the price when they've posted it because now they've kind of incriminated themselves exactly. there. They've posted it. Um, obviously <laughs> hasn't got taken down, but it's very creepy yet yeah. neat to see 
um, a former uh, park that was out there. So Yeah, that would be cool to check out. Uh, in Florida, you would absolutely want to take a boat. If you're swimming across, you have a good chance of having a run-in with a uh, alligator or a crocodile. So no thanks there. But uh, folks, it no. is that time. We are opening the phone li- lines now to you. That number, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Let us know what law you would break if you could get away with it. So, uh, folks, when we come back, we open the mics to you, and uh, we want to hear your take on this subject. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, July 24th. We are in the middle of our call-in topic. Today's topic is laws you would break if you could get away with it. And so we've opened the phone lines. We want to hear from you guys. 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Chime in. Let us know what you think. You can also uh, chime in on our Facebook page as well. But because it is mostly an audio format, we do like to hear your voice. Speaking of which, we do have a caller on the line. Woo! Hi, who are we speaking with? Well, uh, it's Tim. Oh, Tim. Tim! How you doing? What's up, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Long time no speak. I know, I know. Yeah, good to hear your voice, buddy. Busy, good time, to hear your busy voice. time at work, guys. <laughs> yeah, work always takes priority. Now, uh, as, yeah. you know, we're talking about laws you could break if you could get away with it. Uh, what would be on your list, Tim? I love both you guys' choices, by the way. Trespassing, I never would have thought about it. But you're right, I love those YouTube videos where they go to all these abandoned places. Like Adam the Woo has a great channel where he went inside the uh, Nickelodeon studios at oh. Universal, but, like, he snuck in there, and he did not get caught, and it's an amazing, amazing video. But um, I'm going to agree with Tony. Speeding, um, ever since I got a uh, $400 speeding ticket when I was 19, wow. I, I, I slowed it way, way down, and uh, I just wish I could get away with it because I just love going fast. I travel quite a lot, mm-hmm. especially between states and across country. And when I drive to Reno from Montana, it's about 13-hour drive. And I would love to turn that into like a five- or six-hour drive. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. Now I, there's not a lot going on out there other than the semis. Right. No, there's not. There's only a few little small towns. The only, I think the only bigger city that I drive through was Twin Falls, and that's actually pretty small. Hmm. Wow, that is so a, a pretty much nothing between here and there, yeah. and it's on just one stretch of road, and then I hit the interstate the rest of the way, and I don't see much traffic at all. So if I can do it safely, I would definitely do it. That sounds boring. Now I mentioned it earlier. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if the laws have changed, but uh, Montana used to at least have uh, no posted speed limit for their highways. Is that still the case? I think it's changed. I haven't seen any none posted. Now I think the speed limits are kind of high. Um, for the highways and everything, you know, between 70 and 80. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't seen any that's not been posted. I think they stopped doing that maybe in the 80s. I'm not sure. And I've only lived here for about 12 years. Okay. Well, 
you know, maybe there is still that stretch of road where it's still the case, but uh, otherwise... I'm you sure, can, I'm sure there is. Yeah, or you can just travel to Germany, hop on the Autobahn, and, uh, you know, you can take care of that uh, that need for speed there. So, uh, but Tim, exactly. as always, we appreciate you calling in, uh, and, you know, you've got a big announcement that uh, you're going to make here in the next couple months, so we'll definitely have you back on for that. But in the meantime, feel free to keep contributing uh, with some of our topics. Definitely. And one more thing I need to add, um, one more law that I would break, I would stop wearing a mask. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. All right. Yes. There goes half With our listeners. You. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's yeah, <laughs> such a divisive subject that, I mean, we could talk two hours just about that alone, but, uh, you know, I, I definitely feel you there. All right, Tim, have a yeah, great man. weekend and uh, we'll touch base with you soon. Definitely. Bye, buddy. Thanks for calling, man. <laughs> that was Tim Nidell, frequent contributor, caller. Uh, we love when he has uh, something to say. We do still want to hear from you guys at 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. What law would you break if you could get away with it? Now, while we're waiting for some more callers, I've pulled up a list of the more obscure state laws that are still in effect. Some of them we are breaking each and every day, others you certainly would not like to break. For instance, in Alabama, it's illegal to drive blindfolded. Sounds like word didn't make it to everyone in the Yellowhammer State about the common phrase, keep your eyes on the road. One Alabama law prohibits driving while blindfolded. Our eyes are wide open after hearing this one. Um, I don't even, you know, it goes back to like warning labels on uh, products. Something yeah. had to have happened for this to have become a law. Yowie, wowie. Do they not watch Bird Box? You can totally do it, man. <laughs> it, it works out fantastically for that kid that has to drive. Right. Works out well. I mean, it totally well. It does. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about Arizona? In Arizona, it's illegal for a donkey to sleep in a bathtub in the 19- 1980s. Oh, how, how rude is that, man? <laughs> <laughs> In the 1920s, a local dam broke, flooding a rancher's home. The rancher's donkey had become accustomed to sleeping in the bathtub, which filled with water and whisked him miles away. After working to rescue the animal, the town passed a law that prohibits donkeys from sleeping in the bathtub, though it's okay for them to stand in one. Thou shall not have donkeys sleep in bathtubs. This is law. <laughs> Your donkey's in the bathtub, you go into jail, you dirty criminal. Jeez Louise, that's dumb. Yeah, that is dumb. Folks, uh, we still have time in this segment. We want to hear from you about laws you would break if you could get away with it. Again, that number, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, in Arkansas, we've all heard the the phrase, honk if you're horny. Well, in this case, uh, (laughs) maybe... You said honk. (laughs) Maybe it's more honk if you're hungry. So in Arkansas, you can't honk your horn near a sandwich shop after 9 p.m. Um, I want to go down to Arkansas and do this just just to be a rebel. Right. It says, "Hey, I, baby, I broke. I got arrested for what? For honking at a sandwich place after 9 p.m. What? <laughs> what?" Says a hangry fool may be to blame for this law, but hey, most of the sandwich shops are closed in the sleepy state of Arkansas by 9 p.m. Anyway, if you do feel the urge to honk after hours, you'll be disturbing the peace and you'll still be hungry. So don't do it if you're in Arkansas. Wow. That's another ridiculous. These are ridiculous laws. Like these are yeah. like 
that's 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 pretty uh i don't know the donkey one's still pretty bad like <laughs> and most of them i wouldn't are, think that'd be a common thing yeah most of them are antiquated uh this one's sort of similar to the last one in california it's legal to whistle for a lost canary before 7 a.m we're not entirely sure how this bizarre law came about, but according to California.com, the city of Berkeley, California, prohibits anyone from whistling for their lost canary before the wee hours of 7 a.m. Here's to hoping we don't lose our canaries. I, I, yeah, I have what, no you, what are you going to do, man? If your canary gets out, I mean, you got to whistle. got to. Tony, like, I, can... I don't care what time of the day, oh, that the, the day, you got to do it. Just got to. Tony, I think they wrote this one specifically for you. In Colorado, it's illegal to keep a couch on your porch. Aw, oh, damn. Well, I better get moving because I have a couch on my porch right now, and I like to sit out there with my 40s and in my shorts every day. No. Yeah, I wonder if that's really deemed the uh, white trash law. Yeah. Um, good to know my neighbors, no one's got a couch on their porch that's that good. I can see. That's good. I've seen a couple by the dumpster that have sat there for a while, but that's about it. <laughs> well, and it's weird uh, that this, how it became a law. Uh, apparently, Boulder busted the University of Colorado for burning couches, causing a law to go in effect that keeps couches and porches mutually exclusive. This law is currently active, but the verdict is still out as to whether it actually prevented any couch bonfires. Seriously? Doesn't surprise me coming from Boulder. Uh, Boulder's its own is its own thing. It's it's its <laughs> own little universe up there. I, I think it's beautiful, and I'm not knocking the city of Boulder. I do love going through it, but uh, it is a, a they've got some interesting rules and stuff there. It's that a they different. do. Folks, if you have a law that you would break, if you could get away with it, including uh, keeping a couch on the porch, give us a call right now, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, here's a law that, I mean, it should be just nationwide. In Connecticut, a pickle must be able to bounce. Ha! <laughs> that, that's stupid. It's <laughs> just dumb. A pickle must bounce. Uh, oh, if this pickle doesn't bounce, you're going to jail. So you better pick a good pickle there, my friend. <laughs> well, apparently in 1948, two men were arrested for selling pickles that were, quote, unfit for human consumption. Discussing ways to check for good pickles, officials declared that a pickle is legitimate only if it bounces. The pickles in question did not bounce, so the two men were arrested and fined, and the pickles were destroyed. Ooh, them freaking bad boys. Woo. <laughs> they just, it's just crazy. Oh, Craziness man. there, I tell you. Going to jail. Pickles didn't bounce. You're done. <laughs> I don't know how this one got started, but in Hawaii, it's illegal to place a coin in one's ear. No. I, I no. gotta take this point out. So, yeah, sorry, I can't hear you. What? What? There's a court. Oh, yeah, there's a quarter behind my ear. <laughs> Magic shows must be born in the Rainbow State. Apparently, this strange law was enacted to protect the Kingdom of Hawaii coinage when Hawaii officially joined the United States in 1900. Okay. Yeah, you can't store coins now. There's a coin shortage across America now, so you can't do that. So. <laughs> Oh, and then finally, as we head into the break, Tony, this goes back to the law you would break. In Indiana, it's illegal to ride a horse above 10 miles per hour. Get out of the way! I'm on gallop here, and we're going places. <laughs> Hopefully, we're going, 
15 miles to the gallon on this oh, hog, baby. Go straight to jail. Hopefully your oh, horse no. <laughs> has a speedometer. No horse shall be driven at a speed above 10 miles per hour in Indiana due to high-speed horse races back in the day. Whew, there are some weird oh. ones. Folks, I'm going to post this up on our Facebook page. Yes. But Chime in, please. Absolutely. Let us know. We are headed to the break. When we come back, we have a segment called Original Actors. You won't want to miss it. Why don't you come back in about three minutes? Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, July 24th. Now, we want to hear from you guys, not only during the live show, but after the fact, which is why we have set up the Phoenix line. It is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to call in on any subject whatsoever. It's a voicemail. You know how it works. You leave a message after the beep. The number for that is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. It can be on any topic just to check in, tell us how you're doing, ranting and raving, pitching in on a law that you would break if you could get away with it. Hey, if it is murder, you know what? You can remain anonymous. That's the joy of a voicemail line. Voicemail. But make sure you explain yourself and, and, and don't go through with it because it is still very, very illegal. But uh, with all that being said, we are headed into our next segment titled Original Actors. Now, this is one that Tony brought up that I, I love the idea of. You know, we are huge fans of, uh, for instance, the Back to the Future franchise. And uh, it is famously known that uh, they started shooting weeks of footage of Back to the Future with Eric Stoltz in the Marty McFly role as opposed to uh, Michael J. Fox. Obviously, that didn't work out. They brought Michael J. Fox in. They re-recorded a bunch of stuff. And obviously, it is an iconic movie franchise now that you couldn't imagine with another actor in that role. And so I've pulled up a list of actors who were supposed to take a role that ended up not taking it, and uh, maybe we're better off for that being the case. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this segment. This is going to be a lot of fun. So let's go. <laughs> I got I got my little uh, my ding and my buzzer. Right on. Well, uh, as the intro of our show says, laugh it up, fuzzball. Al Pacino turned down the role of Han Solo in Star Wars. Could you imagine seeing Empire Strikes Back, Al Pacino being lowered into the uh, carbonite pit? Princess Leia says, I love you, and he replies, ooh-ah! Oh, I just can't, I can't even picture it. It's weird. That would have been can't do it. very strange. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there's even footage of him, you know, test footage of him uh, uh, auditioning for the role, and uh, yeah, just it, it doesn't fit. But uh, so glad Harrison Ford ended up taking that. Yeah, there's really no one else I could picture doing that role, and it's not just um, the fact that we're used to seeing Harrison Ford in that role. I mean, it's just Harrison Ford is Han Solo. Like, it goes back when they replaced him with the uh, prequel, Solo. Like, Solo mm. was a great movie, but it was really hard to picture the young actor um, doing that role. That's a tough... 
that's a tough, tough thing to do. And they're huge shoes to fill. I mean, obviously, both of them were relative, relatively unknown when Star Wars came out. But, you know, being that it became the pop, pop culture sensation it became, ooh, trying to go back and, and, and play in that sound ba- uh, sandbox, that's tough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't do it. For this next one, I kind of wish Ryan was here because... Uh, you know, he would have had a world-class knuckle sandwich. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio passed on playing Dirk Diggler in Boogie Nights. Uh, he probably could have pulled it off. I could make, I could actually see that. I mean, Mark Wahlberg did good. I'm going to give you world-class knuckle sandwich. <laughs> I can't do that as good as uh, Ryan, but, uh, you know, that uh, Mark Wahlberg definitely owned that role. He did really good. But but I think DiCaprio could have done good. So I'll go ahead and give that one. I, I can see that. All right. All right. I can picture it. Speaking of DiCaprio, Matthew McConaughey. 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 All right. All right. All right. Words are hard. All right. Matthew, they are on Friday. Yep. Matthew McConaughey could have been cast in Leo DiCaprio's famous role in Titanic of Jack. Could you imagine that? I'm the king of the world. All right, all right, all right. Rose, you're so stupid, Rose. Um, <laughs> can I picture McConaughey in that role? No. <laughs> that movie was, uh, I, you know, DiCaprio did great in that movie for what it was. I yeah. mean, um, no. So that's just just no. That was it. Nah, it's just no. Just nope. Like I could, I could have seen him in the movie, but not as the main guy. Yeah, yeah, maybe like, the I Billy Zane role. Billy Zane role. Yeah, I could yeah. see him in the Billy Zane role, but that—that's <laughs> it. Yeah, or even the Bill Paxton role. He could have done that too. Yep. Now here's another famous one uh, that never was. Tom Selleck was too tied up with a TV show and had to turn down the role of Indiana Jones. You know, he actually, I. He was very popular at the time. Mm-hmm. I couldn't picture Dr. Jones with the stash. Um, you know, I, again, I, he just, I can't unsee it. You can't unsee Harrison Ford in this role. It's a, something he took it and owned it. Um, yeah, I couldn't see Selleck as doing it, you know. Right. I mean, I think you- they... Even, that worked out well. Yeah, even word of continuing on with the Indiana Jones franchise, you know, if they did a prequel series or, or, or recast it, I, you, you can't picture anybody else in that role. I think the closest actor who could probably pull it off these days would be Chris Pratt, but it, it would be a little bit of a uh, transition. Yeah, it was it was already tough enough to have Shia LaBeouf as his quote-unquote son, you know? Like, that just, what a stupid name too, Mutt. Yep. It was mud, right? Yeah. Yep. Nuke the fridge. All right. Speaking of Harrison Ford, he could have played Alan Grant in Jurassic Park. Now, that one I could actually kind of see. Yeah. I could definitely see that. <laughs> um, you know, Sam Neill did a, a great job. He's obviously coming back for Jurassic uh, World 3 Dominion. But, uh, yeah, Harrison Ford would have been a good fit for that as well. Yeah, he, dude, there's a lot of things Harrison Ford could, you know, I know he can't do as much now, but back then, you know, you didn't really put him in anything and be good. <laughs> Except for that, what was that, that Six Days, Six Nights with Anne Heche and David Schwimmer? That that movie was pretty cool. That was not great. No, he but, was in that. That was not a good one. Yeah, but I mean, all of the, the Patriot games and The Fugitive and Air Force One and, and What Lies Beneath, 
I mean, such a great actor. He shouldn't be flying planes by any means, but uh, acting by all means. Yes, absolutely. All right. This next one, I'm so glad. I, I, I already know you're going to ha- have a buzzer ready for it. Nicholas Cage wasn't able to take on the role of Aragorn in Lord of the Rings. No offense to Nick Cage, but he's just kind of, he's such an oddball actor. It's kind of like uh, if he would have, if his Superman would have taken flight. Oh, that would have been, been awful. So weird. Yeah, just terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he's, he is good in some roles, but the problem is, is he's kind of the same in all his roles. So Yeah, we've said it before. He's a caricature of himself. He plays himself in everything as opposed to taking on a role and and playing that role um if you want to see sort of what he would have kind of been like in that sort of medieval type thing check him out in season of the witch not a great movie no god that movie was awful (laughs) awful uh here's one that uh i don't know i don't know where you lie on this tone but uh, christopher Plummer can't recall the exact reason why he turned down the opportunity to play gandalf in lord of the rings no shall not pass. Nope. That one was that one was casted perfectly with Suri and McKellen. Yeah. He was a perfect Gandalf, you know. Um, I was a little nervous when he was Magneto. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if he could pull that off. And he pulled Magneto off fantastic too. He's a really good Magneto. And uh but as Gandalf the Grey. He was great, so. Yeah, and I could have seen Christopher Plummer maybe in the Saruman role, but uh, definitely not Gandalf. Apparently, uh, Sean Connery was also reported to uh, play Gandalf as well. Sean Connery would have been a good one. He He could have. have, He he could have been a good one. I'd give that one. I, I could do that. All right, moving on. This is one where the actor definitely made the role. Johnny Depp was reportedly considered for the titular character of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I like Johnny Depp, and Johnny Depp can do a lot of good roles, but I don't think that one would have fit his character and personality, you know? No, Um, no. I think Matthew Broderick was the perfect pick for that one. No, the only other one you could have done is maybe a younger Ryan Reynolds could have pulled that off. Yeah. I, I think yeah. he would have been too young when that movie was made, but uh, well, yeah, like, but if there was a reboot or something mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle, that that could have been good. But uh, I thought Matthew Broderick did that role perfect. You know, obviously, uh, he did go on to do other things, but nothing quite to that success. Yeah, uh, other actors considered for the role were also uh, Jim Carrey and Tom Cruise. I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know that either. Um, Jim Carrey, he was that was his early days. Definitely wouldn't have worked. Um, and I think the problem with Tom Cruise, if he would have taken that role, while he would have drawn a lot to the movie, I think uh, was this about? Did that come out about the time of Risky Business and stuff like that? Yeah, he wasn't yeah. Quite, Mid to late. Wasn't 80s. quite Maverick. Yeah, he wasn't quite Maverick yet, right? Um, I don't know where it falls into that timeline. Yeah, if he was more Risky Business cocktail. Tom Cruise would have been great for that. I could have given that a... But if it was post-Top Gun Maverick action star, then no, because at that point you see him differently. Exactly. Now, speaking of Tom Cruise, show me the money. Apparently Tom Hanks' schedule prevented him from playing the lead in Jerry Maguire. Uh, Tom Cruise did so great in that role. But uh, 
I, I think Tom Hanks could have pulled it off. I think Hanks would have been fine. Um, because Tom Hanks just nails his role. So mm-hmm. I could, I could, and that's a tough one, I guess, but I've already dinged it. So I'm going to go yeah. with it. I'll ding it. All right. Yeah. And before we head into the break, obviously we saw him as a, uh, as a gangster Don later on in life, but uh, Jack Nicholson declined starring as Michael Corleone in the Godfather, which obviously went to Al Pacino later on. And uh, I think, Jack Nicholson could have done a great job in that role, and uh, agreed. So uh, he gets the ding there. Speaking of dings, absolutely. We are headed to the commercial break. When we come back, we have this day in history. We drop some laughs, we drop some knowledge on you, and uh, it's always a good time. So, folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. Well, you did it, folks. We did it. We've reached the final segment of the final show of the week for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, July 24th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or uh, want to catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us. Click on the Shows and Podcasts link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get uh, video, you can also get audio, or go wherever you get podcasts. So Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Deezer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? No. No, but we'd like to think so. While you're there, be sure to subscribe so you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. That way we know what you think. And as always, tell your friends, because why, Tone? Because sharing is caring, and if someone asks if you're a god, you always say yes. Always say yes. Always say yes. And say yes to the show. Yes. And say yes to this segment, because we do it each and every day in the final segment of the show. We drop a little knowledge on you. We try to make you laugh a little bit. It is This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat, Ryan Wink. And Ryan is out this week, so I'm going to go ahead and take us through. But uh, we've got some uh, good things that happened on this day, July 24th, way into the past. For instance, this day, 1534, Jacques Cartier lands in Canada, claims it for France. Um, at least a portion of Canada still speaks French and uh, still has that attitude that uh, only the French can pull off so well. Yeah, you know, that actually is pretty cool. I, I always wondered, because uh, I don't recall ever doing a whole lot of uh, Canadian uh, history, but uh, I always wondered why they spoke French and stuff, huh? Well, now you know. Jacques Cartier. Oh, good. Yes. (laughs) This day in 1567, probably one of the reasons that uh, we don't have a monarchy here in the U.S. and why a monarchy probably isn't the best way to govern. Mary, Queen of Scots, is forced to abdicate. Her one-year-old son becomes King James VI of Scots. I wonder what he decrees at one years old. Oh, good for you. Yeah, lucky little guy, man. You're king. You're only one years old, but you are the king. <laughs> Bow down, baby. Uh, he demands binkies at all times. 
snacks. I wouldn't say that at one, right? They wouldn't be any talking. No. This is more like <laughs> age three, three to five. I decree that everybody gets a juice box today. And if you don't let me watch cartoons, then you're all going to have big trouble and heads will roll. Okay. I, and by the way, my name is Jeff. That's right. <laughs> All right, uh, boy, just skip past the one I was going to read, uh, but let's go to this one. This day in 1824, <laughs> Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, newspaper publishes the results of the first public opinion poll with a clear lead for Andrew Jackson as the next U.S. president. And obviously, uh, we deal a lot with polls right now. Depending on how accurate they are, that's up for debate, but uh, that was the first instance of something like that occurring back in 1824. That's pretty awesome. Um, I know you can't really trust a lot of polls, as we know um, when we do our ranker segment on Tuesdays. You can't always trust them. So, <laughs> just saying. Yep. Just saying. Yep. Moving on this day in 1847, Brigham Young and his Mormon followers arrive in Salt Lake City, Utah. Cool. I will be arriving in Salt Lake City, Utah in like two weeks. But uh, what are you doing in Bazinga. Utah? My road trip. I'm. Coming home. Oh, gotta oh. Got, yeah, got to get through. Got a pit stop for that In-N-Out burger. Wave to Brigham Young's past <laughs> and uh, get my ass through the uh, Salt Flats. So, you know. Ah, so it's just a, a stay over. It's not a, uh, a oh, yeah, no, point I, of destination. Go, no, no, no. The uh, the San Filippo tour does roll through there, though. Yeah. That makes summer, sense. Summer tour, yeah. Yep. Got, got, a, got a gig at an In-N-Out burger there. Yeah, after that, we'll uh, be able to enjoy you live and in studio here for at least a few days. Yeah, you'll see me at some point live in studio. Yep. You'll you'll see it when you see it. All right, moving on this day in history, 1905, Tsar Nicholas II of Russia and Emperor Wilhelm II of Germany signed the Bjorko Treaty, whereby each country agrees to come to the other's defense if attacked by European powers. Or uh, in... in uh, as uh, Yakov Shmirnov would say, in Russia, treaty writes you. <laughs> Russia, yes, treaty writes you. My name is Natasha. I'm a foreign exchange student from Russia. <laughs> we were talking about Indiana Jones earlier. Don't know if Indiana Jones was maybe based on this guy, but in 1911, American explorer Hiram Bingham discovers Machu Picchu, the lost city of the Incas. Hmm. Hey, hold on, lady! You don't talk to Dr. Jones that way! We go for life! <laughs> Mo- a really bad one. Bad short round today. Uh, that's all right. You, We all have our off days. Yeah. You're really pretty good with that one. All right. This day in 1917, trial of Dutch exotic dancer Mata Hari begins in Paris for allegedly spying for Germany and thus causing the deaths of 50,000 soldiers. Wow. Oh, she must be the inspiration for all those spy movies where they get the really hot girl that tries to distract the idiot guy and uh, while trying to get information. So that makes sense. Ooh, maybe she was the first atomic blonde. Ooh, yes. Moving on this day, 1952, High Noon, an American Western film directed by Fred Zinnerman, starring Gary Cooper and Thomas Mitchell, is released. Uh, High Noon is a movie that I know I've seen multiple times as a kid. I couldn't tell you a thing about it right now, though. Yeah, it, it took place while you were high at noon. 
<laughs> don't, 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 don't you know? As a little kid, that might be uh, problematic. So, you, uh, you were high on sugar, man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Speaking of uh, our love of sports and, uh, you know, the, the enjoyment that baseball is back in, whatever capacity it is, this day in 1958, Ted Williams is fined $250 for spitting at Faustin Bant. Uh, Boston bands told you words are hard Boston fans again yeah that's pretty hardcore yeah you just you don't go after the fans you know but uh sometimes they get they get under your skin they heckle you to that point where they push you (laughs) so spinning's a bit much but uh I've we've seen some pretty outrageous things since then that's pretty mild yeah and that rivalry between New York and Boston is is still quite strong Red hot, man. Yep. Heated. Let's move on to some music history. My least favorite singer, but one of the best songwriters out there. In 1965, Bob Dylan releases Like a Rolling Stone. Ooh, I don't like him either. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of him. No. Me neither. You know who I am a big fan of, classic rock-wise? James. Oh, okay. I was going to say of James Hetfield. Well, yes, but uh, you know what's sad is they're considered classic rock now. God, I feel old. Mm, yeah. Yep. I feel old, too. Yep. Don't worry, brother. But before the time of Metallica, this day in 1967, the Beatles signed a petition in Times to legalize marijuana, which uh, obviously we're starting to see play out now some 40-some-odd years yeah. later. I still, you know, I had a discussion with... Uh, with a coworker yesterday don't understand really why that's been illegal for so long i mean it does less damage to you than alcohol and alcohol is freely you know not illegal but uh, right. i'm not knocking anybody that does anything because i like the occasional drink i don't partake in the other but i would if i could because it just kind of calms you out well and ultimately the reason that was uh, made illegal is not for the drug aspect but for the hemp aspect uh went back to William Randolph Hearst and his influence on the government in the paper industry. So uh, a lot of people don't know that but uh yeah. Yeah, see. History baby. Yep. History. You always learn something. Uh back to film history this day in 1974 Death Wish based on the novel by Brian Garfield directed by Michael Winner and starring Charles Bronson is released in the US. If you're going to watch Death Wish go back and watch the original not the remake with uh um um what's his name uh it Bruce, Bruce Willis? Willis, yeah. Yeah. Little, little not as good for sure. No, no. <laughs> Here's something we brought up earlier when we were talking about misconnections. This day in 1984, Careless Whisper, single released by George Michael. That happened today. Of wham! <laughs> Great cover by Seether, by the way. It is. But, uh, yeah, right. you know, it's it's not bad. That's going to be the misconnection intro. I like it. Yeah. And then finally, as we head into the last minute of the last segment of the last show of the week here on the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, oh, buddy. we're going to go over oh, some buddy. holidays for today. Today is National Cousins Day. It is National Th- drive Through Day, which is pretty much every day in the age of uh, coronavirus. Nas- coronavirus! National Tell an Old Joke Day. I think we do that pretty much every day. Yep, I was going to say one, but it's not appropriate, so we'll roll. And this one, which is probably the most fitting for a Friday, especially if uh, you're social distancing and want to stay away from people, but still have a good time, today is National Tequila Day. 
Ah, mas tequila. Enjoy that tequila. Enjoy your weekend. Exactly. Enjoy your weekend, folks. We will be back Monday with a brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Until then, we'll see you later. Later, Gators. Later, Gators.